how did you decide this isn't the life for me anymore? I wanna do something different. As long as I was in the adult entertainment industry, it was definitely not something I was proud of. I remember one of my girlfriends like, oh, you should like try to date. And I'm like, no one's gonna wanna date me. They do, it's only cause like I've done porn. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not gonna be like a real relationship. I've seen some brand deals fall apart because of your past that was now a really long time ago. And how did that feel? And how did you handle it when your YouTube followers who've been learning about you like putting makeup on and giving them makeup tips started finding things out about your past? Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Shannon. And we are two women here sharing inspiring stories about fearless females to help encourage you to live your life unapologetically. Welcome to the Unapologetically Me podcast. Welcome, ladies. On today's episode, we are going to be interviewing Miss Shannon. We a couple episodes ago, Shannon interviewed me because we started thinking about it, and a lot of our followers don't actually know the other person, um, and we're we're known for very different things. So as we talk through some of our stories in each episode. Sometimes everyone's not exactly sure what we're talking about. So we decided to do these that are a little bit fun um, and learn more about each other. So we're going to dive right in. And I've been thinking about, because I've had a couple weeks to think about this, how I wanted to interview Shannon. And I feel like there's a lot of information on your YouTube channel and your Instagram and some your Patreon about like your former life as this porn star. Like that's pretty easy to find about you. So I don't think we need to like rehash those details on like your life during those years. How how long of a period of time was that? Uh, it's like eight years. Okay, so we, those details are like so freaking easy to find because let's get real, that's what gets attention. Um, and so there's lots of information on that. But what I'm curious about is how you became this new woman that is the total opposite of the life you were living. Because as I've been thinking and consuming it, like some new books and different ways of thinking the last few weeks, um, I think it's really important for women to know that you can reinvent yourself, that there can be all these different versions of yourself, and there is nothing wrong with that. I think it's really easy for our identity to get caught up in whether it's like I'm a teacher or I'm a wife and mom or I'm a homeschool mom or I'm a porn star, like whatever that identity is, it's really easy to like feel like your self-worth is wrapped up in that. And whether that's a negative thing from being something that like society doesn't necessarily see as a desirable career path, or it's a positive thing that can actually go away. I think it's really important to talk about that. So how did you decide this isn't the life for me anymore? I want to do something different. Like talk to me about that transition and how, your thought process during that. Okay. So I remember just for as long as I was in the adult entertainment industry that it was definitely not something I was proud of. And it was something that like deep inside I hated myself for, but I didn't think that I was good enough to do anything else. And so that's why I felt like that's all I really was able to do. Um, and it wasn't until I watched The Secret and I know that some people are like, don't believe in the law of attraction or manifestation, but that was the first time in my life that I was ever introduced to 
you can create the life that you want. And I didn't know that I could do that. I literally, I know it sounds really dumb to a lot of successful people that are probably listening to this right now, but I just really did not know that I was in charge and that I had the power to change my life if I really wanted to. And so it was from that moment that I I knew I really wanted to do it, but it was so hard to get out because I was used to making so much money and I had gone into school, like college, and I'd gone to a lot of different colleges, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so it took me a while to finally like break free of that industry. And I have to say, I'm so glad I did because I don't know if you've seen the news recently, but there's been three different porn stars that have all died from suicide or drug overdose like recently. And some of them were people I knew. Um, and so it's just so heartbreaking to see people that weren't able to get out. Um, and so I'm so grateful that I was able to kind of like break free out of that industry and to create the life that I have now, because I would have never in a million years thought I would be able to live this life. Like it's way better than I could have ever dreamed of a life that I would be able to have. And I think there's a lot of industries that work that way. I can remember after I graduated college and I was bartending. I was bartending on Bill Street in Memphis. For those of you who aren't familiar with Memphis, it's kind of like um, Bourbon Street in um, New Orleans or something like that where like you, you – we worked till like 6 o'clock in the morning and we made crazy amounts of cash bartending, right? But I had already graduated college and I needed to go get my like real job as I moved on. But the – the income discrepancy that you're talking about is really real. It's why you see some of these older ladies who are still waitresses, even though it doesn't quite fit their life anymore and they need to move on for some, for like they need to move on eventually and they don't. So at some point you normally have to take this like massive income reduction, which most people aren't willing to do and do something else to then build that back up, which in the long term should surpass that in most industries. Um, but you have to start over at some point. So how did you do that? Like how, how old were you at this time and how did you figure out how to support yourself to be um, able to do I wanna that? I want to say I was in like my mid twenties maybe, uh, or late twenties. I can't really remember, but, uh, I was slowly trying to get out and I rem and I remember just like knowing I really 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 want someone to marry me. <laughs> I really want to have kids and no like the person that I want to marry me is not going to want to marry someone that's in the adult entertainment industry. And I want to be able to have kids and I there were people in the industry at the time that were having just for as long as I was in the adult entertainment industry that it was definitely not something I was proud of. Oh, I'm going to have a hard time with my kids in the future because this is not never going to go away, but I don't want to try to have kids and be in the adult industry. It just didn't feel right for me personally. And so I knew I had to do something, but I really did not have any idea what I was going to do or like how I was going to get out. <laughs> So what was the first step? So you've decided, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. You've been massively inspired by the secret. What did you do next? So I tried to get a job at TJ Maxx. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> um, and they wouldn't hire me. 
And then I tried to get a job at like Home Goods because I, I liked those stores and I, I knew I needed to like make some money like while I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I could not get hired. Like literally nobody would hire me. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to figure something else out. So I started going to nursing school and I really went to nursing school because my I think my mom really wanted so to Say that your mom a nurse? She was, yeah. So she was a surgical tech for a long time, but she had always wanted to be an RN. Uh, so she was in that field for a long time. And so she really pushed me to do that. And then, <laughs> and then she really was trying to push me to get into the military actually, um, That's for like a long time. Yeah. She was like, go into the army. They'll pay for your schooling, you know, to like be a nurse. And she thought I needed like, you know, routine and structure, and someone to like whip me into shape, basically. She was really pushing the military for a long time. And I have to tell you, I'm really glad I didn't end up doing that because <laughs> I don't think that I would have lasted in like a day in like boot camp. They make you like go through with like the gas and stuff. I would have a full-blown panic attack. Like there's no way I don't – I mean, I have so much respect for our military, but that is just not something I think I'd be able to do. <laughs> So you go try and get your job at TJ Maxx and Home Goods, and it's just not working out. So where are you living? What are you thinking? What's your next move? So I ended up meeting Travis, uh, my husband, now husband. And I remember I was like trying to do like the dating thing. And that was, gosh, that was a freaking, <laughs> that was so bad. Um, I was so scared to put myself on like, it was like match.com. Do you remember match.com? A okay. million years ago. Yep. Yeah. So like, I, I remember one of my girlfriends like, oh, you should like try to date. And I'm like, no one's going to want to date me. Like this is so, and if they do, it's only cause like I've done porn, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not going to be like a real relationship. I just was going to feel like very used. And I've always kind of felt like that in relationships. And so, uh, so that was like, ugh, that was a total nightmare. But anyway, I ended up meeting Travis and that's when things really changed because I was like, I fell like head over heels in love with him. He knew about my past. Um, and I knew that I was like, I wanted to marry him. So that, so at that time, even when I was with Travis, I was still doing some like fetish work. Um, and I ended up like really kind of making the choice like, okay, I'm just going to stop. And that's when I started doing YouTube. It was like around that time. Um, so like my first couple YouTube videos, like I was still doing like a little bit of fetish work. And then once I realized I could like make money from it, I would, that's when I completely stopped. And I was like, okay, I'm out. Like, I'm just going to full force do social media and I'm going to make it work. Like, no, I'm not going back to that. I can't. And so you make your decision not to go back. And is it, and it, obviously I haven't been in this situation. So I'm curious if I compare it to when I'd been bartending and I decided to go in the corporate world and I'm making like no money comparatively. Cause when you start YouTube, you make no money, uh, even less no money than a corporate job. Right. And it's tons of work. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking like, I want to go like bartend at night so that I can make some extra money until I get promoted and like eventually have a different position in the company. Like it's almost like an addict who thinks they can just have one drink or like just go do, I don't know what they'd be considered for you, but like one commitment or contract or whatever it is um, in order to make a little bit of extra money. Was that ever a problem for you? 
So I, I'm really pretty good about like once I set my heart on something and decide that I want to do something that I'm going to do it, but it was really hard. You're right. It's like being an addict. Like you, like you want to do it because you know, it's so easy and you have access to it and it would make your life a lot easier. But I really had to have a lot of discipline, um, to just be like, no, I'm not doing this. And, and so I didn't, and I just kind of lived off my savings until I was able to, you know, make enough money. And thankfully I was living with Travis at the time. So that was helpful. So I think about your story and you've transitioned to, okay, I'm going to make YouTube videos. So let's talk a little bit about that. I know your first video was actually just you trying to show your sister how to make, how to put her makeup on. So mm -hmm. talk to us about understanding and realizing, oh my gosh, this could be an actual like business and career for me. So when did I figure that out? How, like, how did oh. you transition into that? Yeah. So I think that once I transitioned, once I like posted that first video, because I, I didn't think that I didn't know the difference that you can put like an unlisted video or a private video on YouTube. Like I didn't know all those things yet. Cause it was my first time posting. So I just posted, I didn't realize other people were going to watch it. So I think that's when I was like, Oh, like other people are actually watching this and, um, like commenting on it. And so, and then they had said like, Oh, like, can you show us how to do this? You know? And then I was like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, that's so cool. Like I'll, I'll make a video to do that. Like it was kind of exciting and fun for me. Cause I was like, Oh, I made like friends online. Like they want to, you know, have me make a different video. So like, that's kind of like how it started. It was like very slow and in a niche that like, I'm not even in anymore, you know? Um, but yeah, so I started like doing makeup videos. Cause I thought that that's what like I would be good at or what I was good at. And I was good, like in my little circle in my hometown. But then when you get online and you realize like there's all these other like beauty gurus, you're like, oh my God, I'm not that good at makeup. <laughs> Man, they make some amazing videos that you're like, dude, that's not even the same person. It's insane. I know. <laughs> and so, um, I'm curious though, because you and I have been friends long enough that I have seen some really tough things happen to you. I've seen some brand deals fall apart because of your past that was now a really long time ago. And how did that feel? And how did you handle it when your YouTube followers who've been learning about you, like putting makeup on and giving them makeup tips started finding things out about your past? Yeah. So it all started when after a couple of videos I had put out, it hadn't been that long. It was actually pretty quick after I started posting, but somebody had commented saying like, Hey, aren't you that girl that like does porn? And, um, you know, so that they found out pretty quickly, you know, uh, online. And then, um, I just kind of responded to that, uh, and made like a video response to that saying like, Hey, yeah, I'm actually, not doing that anymore. You know, I, it's something that I've decided to stop doing and create, you know, a new life for myself. And, um, and then when I posted that video, cause there was only like, you know, one or two people that found out that like made a comment about it, but I always wanted to like make sure that people didn't think it was something I was trying to hide. Um, and so I made a video about that. And then all the rest of the people that didn't know now knew. And so they had a lot of questions and it ended up kind of leading to me, you know, just being open and honest and answering questions that, you know, people had. Um, and also I think that helped me a little bit, not feel like, so I don't know, like 
scared that like I was going to get found out or you know what I mean? Like when you try, it would be like if you were a stripper and you decided to go get a corporate job and then everybody at your corporate job found out that you used to dance in a strip club and everyone's talking about it, you know? So it kind of felt like that. And I kind of just wanted to like, if I were a corporate girl, be like, yep, I used to be a stripper, um, but now I'm here and my life is different and I'm changing and we're putting that in our past now. Um, so, you know, like people knew like, yes, that's what I did. Let's move on, you know, whatever. But it wasn't like that. They did not want to move on. They wanted to know every detail about my life in the porn industry. And so I ended up making a lot of videos about that. They did really well. <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, and I, that's kind of how I built my channel. And then from there, I ended up able to now that like, you know, we got it all out, <laughs> did a lot of videos about it. Uh, a lot of story time videos. Now we're talking about, okay, I'm getting married. Like, you know, um, and I showed and documented my wedding and then having kids. And so I was able to finally kind of like move away from that. Um, to now we're like, you know, I don't post videos like that anymore. I'm just posting about my life and, you know, stuff like that. So, so we started this <laughs> interview answer talking, talking about how you can reinvent yourself and, um, mm -hmm. kind of be anybody you want to be. Right. And I feel like you, you transitioned from that adult entertainment life to this, like, makeup and lifestyle influencer, and you have over a million followers on YouTube but you've kind of over the last year or two started to reinvent yourself again. You you're starting to become Shannon, this like homeschool mom who had some chickens and wants to live out in the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that I don't know about other people and like what they do throughout their life, but I know for me, like I've gone through so many different like phases and chapters of my life and I'm constantly changing and and thankfully now becoming like better versions of myself over and over time. And so I feel like it's, I've been on YouTube so long that like you kind of see that those changes of me like growing as a person. And so, you know, coming straight out from like not doing porn anymore and like going through that whole thing. And I was still kind of young, like when I first started YouTube. So I was like, kind of like my little bit of wildness still in there, you know, and then getting married, becoming a mom. And now yeah, I feel like I don't want to be like the crazy story time girl anymore. You know, I, that's just not who I am as a person. And I can't authentically continue to create videos just because I know they're going to get millions of views. Um, and so I want to show me and who I am. And I also feel like it's so important for me to keep documenting my journey for others that might be you know, where I used to be and think that there's no way out. And these poor girls who are like in porn now and like committing suicide or overdosing on drugs, it like literally breaks my heart because I know how they feel and I've been there. And a lot of times they don't have somebody, you know, maybe like me that they've seen be able to get out and be successful at doing it, you know, and being able to still make a lot of money and do what you not just make a lot of money, but do what you're actually proud of and what you love to do. And I just really want to be kind of like that North star for people that maybe are struggling or need a little bit of encouragement or inspiration to know that like, we all are going to go through hard times but there's still ways to overcome it, you know? And I think when you said like, oh, you have like, you know, still trolls to this day, like 
tearing or ruining your brand deals and all these things. Like, yeah, I do. I still am dealing with this, but that's not going to stop me. It's not going to make me give up, you know, and I hope that people that see that know that like, it's okay. You know, we're still going to have struggles. Everyone has their own, but you know, I, I just hope it doesn't like, you know, prevent people from changing to be a better person. It reminds me of the Miley Cyrus song that talks about like how much fun she used to be. And then she's like, cause I used to be young (laughs) and like you just transition and change into a different woman and that's okay. Yeah. And I love, like, I've never been able to say this before, but I love who I've become. And I, and I used to want to like kill myself and hated myself, you know? And so if, you know, I'm able to like get to the point now where I love myself and I can say that out loud and like be proud of what I'm doing. Like I know that other people can too, you know? So what question I'm, you're interviewed about, it feels like some of the same things over and over again, because people are genuinely curious about that past that you had no different than you're talking about with the YouTube videos. That's what you get attention about. Mm-hmm. But what do you wish people would ask you about? What are the questions that, like you said, you're proud of the life you have now. So what kind of questions do you wish they would ask you? I think things that maybe would help them, you know, like learn from some of the hard things that like I've had to go through. So like, what was it like? And you've asked some of those questions already. Like, what was it like? Like people never ask me the questions you're asking me. So I'm glad you've asked them. They're really good questions are like, you know, how did you get out? And what was that like? It wasn't easy. It was hard. And I feel like a lot of people try to get out and they get back in because it is too hard. Um, But if they keep persevering, you know, they'll get to the other side. And it's just like anything like like business and what you say all the time, which is, you know, people are just giving up too soon, you know? And so you just have to keep going and going and going until you get what you want. It's like my son is so freaking persistent. I'm like, he will ask me to ride his bike, like no joke, a hundred times until I say yes. And I'm like, it's like, you know, breaking it down until you like give in. And that I feel like that's such a good quality to have. I'm like, I don't like it in you now because you're driving me crazy. But when you're older, that's going to be a great quality to have. I feel that way with all of my kids. I tell my husband all the time, if I, we can literally survive their childhood, they're going to make really great entrepreneurs. Right? <laughs> it's so true. And so for people who are genuinely curious about more details of that past, you've written a couple books. Yes, I have. In fact, I'm writing my third one this year. Um, which I've been really procrastinating because I'm so scared to write because there's so many things in there that like I would get canceled a hundred times over when people find out about everything that I'm going to like expose about myself. Um, but yeah, I, I decided to, to write my story and it's funny because I am not a good writer and I actually did write my books and you can tell when you read it that like I wrote them and I didn't have a ghostwriter. Um, but but I wanted to be able to share my story. So I didn't really care. And I don't want someone else to like share it for me because it just wouldn't be the same. Um, but yeah, I wrote Shannon Rose, uh, the story of Shannon Rose part one. And then the, the story of Shannon Rose part two, where I kind of like talk about just growing up my childhood, what that was like. Cause I know a lot of people are curious about people's childhood that end up in the porn industry. Um, and just like a lot of trauma and stuff that I've gone through and, uh, you know, things that like I had never told anybody before. I think writing my books was like really helpful for me. Therapeutic. Um, yeah. And very, yeah, very, very therapeutic, like cathartic experience. Um, but also, 
at the end of each chapter, like I just didn't want it to be, oh, an entertaining book about like someone's life. You know, I wanted it to be something that like someone's going to keep and be able to like pass down maybe to their kids because I tried my best to like put in that book the most important like life lessons I have learned throughout my life that I wish somebody would have taught me, you know, like a mom or an older sister of things that like, you know, like the wise older sister, somebody that like maybe someone doesn't have or is too scared to like talk to or be honest with. Um, and so a lot of, at that time, a lot of my audience were younger, unfortunately, watching my videos. And so I really wanted them to have a book like that that could help them prevent making a lot of the same mistakes that I did growing up. So, so what's the third book going to be about? So the third book is – so my my second book ends when I meet Travis. Um, and at the end of my first book, it's like something happened that was going to change my life forever. And then at the end of the second book, I meet Travis and that – you know, changed my life forever. Um, and then this book is basically like getting married. I had a lot of like drama that happened around my wedding with like YouTube stuff and like big YouTubers. Um, and also, um, my struggle, my infertility struggle, which I almost died twice, like for real, almost died, <laughs> um, trying to have, uh, my kids, um, well, snow especially. And so it'll be just like a lot of infertility stuff, fertility struggles going through that. Um, and then where I am now. So it's going to like, you know, be that kind of chapter of my life and how I've gotten to, to where I'm at, which is like so crazy. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like an Amish country girl and I've gone from like the porn life to like Amish life is what I feel like I got baptized, you know, like so, so different, like of a life now that is just literally like something out of a movie. I feel like, you know? Um, so yeah, I think it'll be, um, it'll be fun to write. I'm looking forward to reading it. So I feel like we've covered a lot about your story as we've talked about this, but when people want to hear more, where can they find your book? Where is the best platform to hear some of this information? Um, what, what, where can they go to find this? So you can just go to my Instagram, which is my name at Shannon Rose. And in the bio link, I have links to everything, my books, my YouTube channel, uh, all the things are all there. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that today. And ladies, I want you to remember that authenticity is your superpower. Stay unapologetically yourself and let's continue embracing our uniqueness together. Make sure you hit the follow button so you don't miss our next episode. Yay. Oh my gosh, you did such a good job.